back to the SideQuest podcast, America and the rest of the world, but mostly America. Justin and Jeff, my fellow Americans, happy 4th of July weekend. No, that's the president one. I don't know what the song is, but... How was that? How we doing? Fireworks and all. (laughs) Gosh. Got your little hats on, your little Uncle Sam beards? A little Uncle Sam beard's patriotic as all get up. I'm wearing. Do that or is that canceled? <laughs> I'm not sure. Guess it depends who you ask. I'm sure there's a group out there. I'm sure there's plenty of groups. <laughs> Immediately canceled. But this this weekend's Fourth July weekend. There's a lot going on. I'm sure in the uh, in the country here. I'm sure people are enjoying. Hopefully, the nice long weekend. And we just wanted to kick things off with you. Um, and I just got to ask our first side quest of the day is, you know, what, what comes to mind when you guys think of 4th July? Like what's, what's kind of the first thing you think of Justin when you hear that star spangled banner day? Mosquitoes. <laughs> God, it's I so hate funny. them damn bastards. It's so and true. it's just, you know, for what it's worth, I never much enjoyed 4th of July as a child because you stand outside and just get bit by mosquitoes. And then there's loud noises. And as a kid, you know, you don't appreciate food the way you do as an adult. You're not drinking, hopefully. Yeah. Um, you're just sort of standing there getting bit by mosquitoes. And it's like, ugh, yeah. this sucks. It's like a, it's just like a, a horror event, just mosquito bites and loud explosions. And then you have to go to bed early without eating the good food or having any drinks. Yeah. Well, <laughs> being a child sucks, apparently. <laughs> Jeff, what about you? What's, what are some of the first things that come to mind for 4th of July? Uh, you know, Chinese calligraphy. Oh, my. There's no way that's true. You are such... Uh, Claudia, yell at him. That's a lie. <laughs> that's what I think about every time. I just think about <laughs> some Buddhist temple, and they're just drawing Chinese yep. symbols. Do you do you mentally go there like Ace Ventura did in Nature Calls? Like he flies there, and he's in the temple it's, with all the animals? That's what I do. That's, okay. That's my 4th of July tradition. <laughs> well, I think you're canceled for sure because of that. There's definitely some group out there that just hated what you said. Um, mm-hmm. But me, I mean, obviously, I'm thinking parade. I'm thinking fireworks. I'm thinking barbecues, um, the ice-cold drinks. But, Justin, you were spot on with the mosquitoes. I didn't even think about them until he mentioned it. And you're fucking right. They are out in full force every 4th of July. And they're just a bunch of assholes, too. Like, they don't yeah. even need your blood, and they're just like, bite, bite, I got your blood now. And it's yeah. like, what do you, you're such a dick. Well, and quick side quest on that is, there, I, I don't think there's a purpose for mosquitoes on Earth at all. I think they're the one insect or living animal, being whatever you want to call it, that doesn't have a purpose. Like, bees do one thing, birds do another, blah, blah, blah. But do, what what is the purpose of mosquitoes, Jeff? What is their purpose on this Earth? I don't know. Just to suck your blood and be tiny vampires? Sure. And make you go itchy itch, and then you got to put an X in it, otherwise it's, it doesn't stop itching? I guess. <laughs> circle, circle, dot, dot. Now you got a cootie shot. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And so, Justin, you didn't have some, some exciting memories of Fort July. Were there any, like, parades you remember, or is it just, like, scary and people dressing up and loud noises? No, we did have a parade that used to go down our neighborhood when we were children. And that was kind of cool. And it was like whoever, whomever, 
whichever baseball team was like at the head of the league at the time got to be in the parade. So like you would do your best as you could so you can be in the parade. And then you would just sit there because my team always sucked and just get Tootsie Rolls and Jolly Ranchers thrown at you by old people. <laughs> so true. Jeff, what do you remember about growing up 4th of July? Just, you know, fireworks, always going to a fireworks show by my grandparents. That was uh, that was always a highlight. I love blowing stuff up. So <laughs> Yeah, you do. Uh, which now I do myself. I just <laughs> do it at the house, and we blow it up. Last year, Justin actually helped me. So we didn't True. surprisingly didn't blow anything up. So hopefully this year we we don't blow anything up yet again. Just a couple of bomb squad boys over there blowing shit up. Oh yeah, taking names and blowing off fingers. <laughs> Let the record show, Claudia. If I blow off my finger this year, I predicted it here. Yep, we pre- predicted it ahead of time, fortune teller style. I think uh, I spent a lot of Fourth of Julys over at my other cousin's house because they lived right by a golf course, and the fireworks were shut off right there. So it almost felt like you could feel the explosion of the fireworks. So we'd always like, you know lay on the grass on like a blanket and the he would just blast like you know the the playlist or i guess back in the day the cd for like american songs you know and then we would just eat food and run around and do a bonfire and then blow shit up and do we got to do snakes and sparklers so that was exciting because we're in a state that doesn't trust us to blow shit up legally so snakes and sparkler squad where you guys at let us know um, but we would always try to go to like Indiana or something. Jeff, I don't know where you get yours from. Maybe you order it illegally and do illegal things, but, uh, um, go down to Indiana. Yeah. Just grab, just grab a hole. You know, they just sit out on the corner on the, every, like every street light has a little pop-up stand ready to. Yeah. They like sold out of them or something. <laughs> yeah. I feel, I feel like with this past year, cause uh, you know, cause 4th of July was pretty much canceled last year. Like they just didn't want parades happening and obviously with the pandemic. So yeah, I feel like everybody different. is going all out this year. Just going to blow half the earth away. I think they went out more last year. I think this year will be less last year. You can go or do anything. So everyone bought fireworks and then they ran out, and then China has a monopoly on all fireworks. So, uh, because of COVID, all their um, factories shut down, so they weren't able to make up for demand this year. Another shortage. So, That's like the new fun thing. Is like, no matter where you go, they just say the word shortage, and you're like, oh, okay, I guess, sure. Lumber mm-hmm. shortage, chicken nuggets shortage. Okay, whatever. I don't understand it, but. You know what's funny? I feel like there's a serious crowd out there that truly believes that Independence Day, the movie, is like the reason we celebrate. No joke. There's got to be some weirdos out there. I I hope so. It is. I mean, I can't. I I don't think of any other movie when I think of Fourth of July. Like, that's the one and only movie that ever comes to mind. Justin, do you have any other Fourth of July movies out there? Not really directly, but Joe Dirt has some pretty good fireworks scenes in it. So, Hmm, yeah. Yeah, you're right. Gosh, I remember, Jeff, we, I had to get permission from my mother to go see Independence Day in theaters with you guys because it was rated PG-13, and I was like, <laughs> I was like seven. 
Yeah, Claudia let us watch whatever. <laughs> yeah. So it was always good when, uh, you know, the. Uh, I think she, so Claudia, thank you for, I'm sure you talked to her a little bit, saying, oh, all the boys are going, Nick's going, Mac's going, it'll be a, a fun shit show. Um, but I just remember seeing that in theaters, and I don't think I was ready for it. That was a, I, I felt like that was such a really fun movie to watch in theaters, and I just, every couple of years since then, have always, like, caught it on TV. And it's just so good. But I have to imagine some people out there really believe that that's like a part of the day for some reason you have a weird taste in movies sometimes uh, it's so good justin come on i mean it's so i watch it every year yeah i mean the it is like that is the pinnacle or one of the pinnacles of like 90s blockbuster flicks like just so over it's the top park. Yeah, but Jurassic Park was good though. Like that had a good story. The <laughs> Independence Day isn't good. No, not. I think it's more like popcorn, dumb, like fun. You know what I mean? Like, all right, they're they're hacking the alien network, so they fly a spaceship up there, and somehow their like Microsoft Windows ninety five machine like somehow connected to the alien monitor. And had like the 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 little animation play of a <laughs> skull and crossbow. Like, get the fuck out of here! It was great. I love the movie. You can have anything. But I feel like I feel like Jurassic Park's in its own category. Like that was like a that was like a, a movie feat. Like they they accomplished a lot there that no other movie really could. At least in 1993. Yeah, but if you if let's be honest and look back at that Lex hacking scenes for a moment and compare it to Independence Day's hacking scenes, and neither of them are legit. Uh, okay, hacking most TV is wrong. Oh my god, you're so right. <laughs> Just there's a, there's a website called I believe it's called Hacker Type. If you're ever bored at work, go to Hacker Type, and you just pound away at your keyboard, and it's a green and black DOS screen and it just pops up commands as you type away. So it looks <laughs> like you're like programming something and you just be like, oh, hi, I'm busy programming right now, but it's just all fake. Hey boss, just hacking so, the mainframe. Don't worry about me. You know me. So good. A busy boy over here, busy worker boy. Well, I think they're always a mainframe. <laughs> I don't... I just love how, like, who did they consult in those TV shows and movies? Like, do you guys know something about hacking? Oh, Here's my they nephew know. who's visiting the set today. He's like, I don't know. I think there's something about mainframes and servers. And they just, like, start talking a bunch of jargon. There's, like, this classic, I think it's NCIS, the show, some classic hacking scene that comes up that's just so over-the-top ridiculous with hacking. And, of course, the whole movie Hackers, but I love that movie, so I can't really shit on it. But that is, <laughs> like, hilarious hacking going on in that movie. Oh god! And Penn and Teller just randomly show up in that movie too. How did they get allowed on set? What were they doing? Why were they in that? So ridiculous. But I mean, all right. One thing I got to go back to Independence Day though. Um, one thing I really have to give him credit for is another side quest. Is there a better president speech than what he said in Independence Day before they take the fighter jets out? No, the answer is no. Okay. I mean. Dude, Budweiser came out with a, a YouTube commercial. I should have sent this to you both of you before we started recording, but uh, my buddy Kyle sent it to me last night. And it's a imitation of the speech, but pertaining to essentially getting your COVID vaccination. 
and then drinking beer and blowing shit up as only Budweiser can do. And it's, I'll send it to you guys afterward. It's hilarious. And it gave me shivers. And Ooh. even just thinking about, about President Whip laying down the law, just. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that, that speech just gets me every time. And, and that's like one of those parts where you just got to shut everybody up in the room and crank it. And it says, good morning. Good morning. And it just, everybody gets, so, it's so hype. It's such a hype speech. Um, so everybody out there, let us know what you guys are doing for the 4th of July. We hope you have a fun weekend. Come back with all fingers and toes and limbs and all that such. But, uh, yeah, I want to kick us over because we, we poo-pooed a little bit, or at least I did, on the third episode of Loki. A lot of story building and character development, blah, blah, blah. But holy shit, did they, in my opinion, deliver way more than I expected in the fourth episode. And that was, I just loved every part of that episode. I actually want to go back and rewatch that one just like tonight. So what did you guys think? Jeff, what were your thoughts walking away from episode four? I mean, it was super great. (laughs) I mean, it makes, I mean, I really liked WandaVision. I liked how it was weird and different. You know my take on Winter on um, yeah. Winter Soldier and the Falcon, which I thought was just not good. Mm-hmm. And then this is like movie good, like up there, like Ragnarok type movie good. And it's a show. And I don't know if it's the cast. I think it's just a mixture of everything and the story. And um, I, everyone likes Loki already, so he's just kind of a fan favorite. And, you know, everyone seems to be really liking Lady Loki. And obviously Owen Wilson is just killing it. Can we... I was thinking last night, text Justin, I'm like, can we get another Wes Anderson movie with yeah. with him? I need, like, uh, an Owen Wilson, Wes Anderson, like, fix now uh, just from watching this. So, I mean, it. you know, it's great. There's a lot of spoilers. I won't spoil anything for anyone who hasn't seen it yet, but... Apparently, this episode and the next are um, his two favorite that he shot, uh, Tom Hiddleston. So, I guess next week we're in for just as good, if not better, episode. Yeah, I sure hope so. Justin, what were your thoughts overall? Pretty much the same. I, I will echo, like, the third episode. I understand its importance, but it was really boring. And when you take from from like a, a creation standpoint, the idea of every time you answer a question and you get an answer, you need to get two more questions. And episode four did that to a T. And you're like, oh, okay, I know what's going on. I won't do any spoilers to the audience if you haven't watched it yet. But then you're just like, wait, what the, okay, that, really? Oh, what the hell is going to happen next? And it did a great job of building the mystery. So I'm very, very excited. I would rewatch episode four. I think you can skip episode three. Don't know how that's going to play out in the the total arc for the rest of the next two episodes. But um, I mean, it happens. There's sometimes you shit the bed. Yeah, no, I agree. I I think, you know, when they look at the overall like six episodes, we got to get from point A to point B. I'm sure there was like the budgetary episode where like hey we just got to kind of be in one room for most of it and talk a lot and just not do too much which is kind of interesting because the planet they were on in episode three which we already did talk spoiler about 
that, uh, you know, it, it's, it was pretty heavy in CGI, so it's not like it was a cheap episode, but it was just, yeah, there was it was lackluster, and moving into episode four, it was almost like a speed run in, like, the best way possible. Like, they answered a lot of questions, but, Justin, like you said, it has you, at, you know, they ask a lot more, and it's like, holy crap, that happened, and oh my god, that happened, and is the episode done yet? And just before you think it's done, it's like more shit happens that it's like, oh my god, and then... Uh, uh, this shouldn't be a spoiler, but there is, if you haven't caught it yet, go back and watch the after credits scene, because there's another big thing that happens that's super exciting. So it really sets up like just what I think is going to be a phenomenal last two episodes. So I'm excited to see what they do in the fifth, but also the sixth. It's kind of sad because like six weeks goes by so quick. And I think, Jeff, you hit on something that you know, I feel like of when I look back at all the actors in the MCU, Loki has really had to be that guy. Tom Hiddleston uh, has really had to be the guy that he has such a wide range of what his character went through from when you first meet him in Thor as like that, uh, you know, um, uh, envious brother that just wants more and wants power and to be noticed to you know, Avengers when he's really trying to be power hungry and take control to, you know, and as his arc goes on, it's like all of a sudden he's like redeeming himself with Thor Ragnarok and coming back around as a brother and in Infinity War. And now we see him in Loki where it's kind of somewhere in between, uh, the, you know, after Avengers. Um, and he's just like, he is just killing it. I think Owen Wilson's killing it too. And so is Lady, I feel like everybody's on top of their game, but I just want to see so much more of him and his character uh, and also just other stuff he's done. I feel like I haven't watched enough Tom Hiddleston shows and movies, but he is. I'm, I feel like he's going straight to superstardom after this. Well, I mean, <clears throat> to go back to episode four, which you said um, was a snooze fest. Episode four, I mean, this episode, episode five, wouldn't have been as... or. No, what this is four. Three was three oh, was confused. the shit show. Yeah, four is the new one. Well, that was three awesome. was not a shit show though. The ending was very good, and this episode wouldn't have been as impactful if you didn't have the other episode. The whole thing between both of them. Yeah, but from you, a time how you couldn't have done it, it wouldn't have worked. And we we knew nothing about Lady Loki till then. I feel like so they if could, you just uh... skipped, if you did it your way, if I went and edited the way you wanted it to, it would have not made sense or been any impactful at all. No. You have to have Disagree. some of that. So I think I, I I agree with you, but I think from a time perspective, that didn't require 40 minutes of story. Yes, the last five, ten minutes, five minutes were super exciting when they were, you know, escaping and trying to get to the ship. But they could have... How would you convey them having... They could have easily weird... condensed that whole first 25 minutes into, like, 10. Like, hey, what's your pass? What's your pass? We're stuck on this train. We're doing this. But then break out at, like, 15 minutes and go find the ship. The ship gets destroyed. And then jump into more exciting stuff. This is like why it... you like Transformers so good. Because there is no story or plot building or character no, I like... development. Well, no. Just mindless action. Right. And it has... and. and you don't get to like really invest in the characters, which is fine. Everyone has their own, you know, their own tastes and stuff. But the reason we and you like Loki is because he's been in so many films expanding since Marvel started. If you cut it down, you wouldn't have liked Loki as, as you do now, but you had to have all that time to develop with his character to like him now. 
they don't have that time in a TV show. So yeah, you get only one episode to do it. And you might feel like, oh, it's just not action-packed enough. I'm sure if they had 12 or 10 episodes, they would have spanned it out a little bit better. But that's all I got. And I think they did a really good job of it. Yeah, I think I think the one thing, it's like they just opened so many doors. And it was just like one... It was almost like an intermission episode. Like, holy crap, this whole episode is really just building their relationship up, which is great. And it helps understand a little bit more of what episode, what happened in episode four and like how he really like felt uh close to somebody and no not spoiling it too much but how he really kind of built up the relationship there um but i just felt like they could have condensed it down and like made it a little bit shorter i'm not looking for all the action but there's so much going on in in loki that it's like there there's uh, just so many levels of questions that you want answered like who the fuck is mobius who is the tva who are the timekeepers what's going on what door are they in what timeline are they messing with and to spend well, we so know much a lot time, of already, but to spend so much Mobius? time on those, you know, he's two, like, who's you know? the timekeepers? They're robots. I mean, we do know a lot. They're clearly they're not robots. There has to be something bigger. They're androids. Yeah, you don't uh, know that yet, but that's 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 why I loved episode four in favor of episode three because I agree with Eric that they could have expedited a lot of what they did. And if the juice isn't worth the squeeze, and I'm not saying come episode six, that episode three will be completely useless, but where we stand and what we saw was just kind of like a lot of dialogue heavy exposition of just like, and then I don't, I, again, I don't want to spoil anything if you haven't seen anything because we try to do spoiler free episodes, but the way that they sort of forced what develops from episode three to episode four i don't think was earned i don't think they earned it i think they forced it well i i also um just to throw it out there as a thought i think the pace of the first two episodes like the, the first episode was exciting it was brand new it was it was weird it was who are these guys and what is this place and what's going on and we really learn a lot Episode two builds on it with, all right, who is this mysterious person? And they're chasing her, and it's getting exciting. The end of the episode, it's like we're jumping through the tunnel. And then the third episode is like, er, crash halt. We got to stop and stop the momentum and really figure out who these people are and give some backstory, which is great. But I felt like some stuff from episode four, they could have tacked in episode three, like some flashbacks and some background of maybe who everybody was and like kind of caught us up a little bit closer and but agree jeff just like you said everybody's got their own taste and you know i do like from time to time those like explain it to me episodes because there's way too much happening and who the fuck are these people and why why should i care um but i'm i mean i think overall you know it is it's worth talking about like this this series is definitely worth it and i could have swore that i heard there was going to be a loki season two i don't think that's like i don't know if that's official or not but I could have swore there was going to be a Loki season two, if I'm not mistaken. I don't know if you guys heard that. No, I think all these shows are just kind of one-off to build up the movies. I hope we get another one, but it clearly is setting up the new Spider-Man movie, which then will go into Multiverse of Madness. You mean it's not going to set up our our favorite movie ever that we haven't seen yet, which is Black Widow? <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh! We can. I think yeah, we that, can all agree now. That why one's... Disney? You know, Disney's hurting themselves at this point by trying to release it just in the theater because now it makes no sense. I, I, you know, I hope, I hope, I hope that the movie does well for itself. But 
I am not rushing at all to go see Black Widow. I just I know we've talked about it before, but it's just such a weird thing to you go talked after. in the past very highly for it that you just want more money. Well, it's yeah, I so do. You got Marvel, and I now you do. got three shows, and all of a sudden you've changed your tune. I think no, it's not necessarily like I love Marvel. Give me all the Marvel, but. You know, I feel like I'm going to be disappointed because we're coming off the high that is Loki. I feel like if in the release order that was originally going to come out as, like it might have been a little bit better. But once we get that high of Loki and then we go to something like, all of a sudden we got to pivot really quick and go to Black Widow and her story between Civil War and uh, whatever the next one was. Like, I don't know if I'm going to care as much, like even about her, or the characters. Like, she's already dead and gone. Like, why resurrect... And I know I could probably talk for 20 minutes on that one. But it's just, it's not my cup of tea, but I, I will go watch it at some point. I think no, I, I agree with you, Eric. And, and the point that I just want to bring up is we know nothing's going to happen to her in this movie. Yeah. She's going to be absolutely a-okay. She's going to make it out absolutely fine. And that's what the problem I had with the solo movie is like even like when they were teasing in the trailers about Chewbacca being in danger and dying and all of this and that, and then it's like, but no, we know in the future both of them are fine. It's not like Han Solo gets his eye shot out and he has an eye patch in the future, so then we get to learn about that past. It's just kind of like a cash grab, in my opinion. Yeah. Well, it's kind of like almost like an Indiana Jones Jr. movie or something. Like, okay, we know he grows up to be Indiana Jones, so who the fuck cares? No nothing can happen. Nothing can touch him. Right. Totally agree. Totally agree. Hey, so Jeff, we we have a side question that was specifically for you from one of our fans, and so I don't know what it means, but you might. The main quest asks you specifically from the last episode: Can Jeff take Yamcha one on one without training? That's Y A M C H A. Do you know what that means? Can I myself take Yamcha? Yes. No, absolutely not. <laughs> so so Phil- here's the thing with Yamcha. Who the fuck is Yamcha? Fill us in. <laughs> Yamcha has turned into a meme almost at this point. In Dragon Ball Z, there was the, the Dragon Ball has three different series. There's Dragon Ball, when Goku, you heard of, is a little kid. Uh, and his story is very similar to, like, Superman's. He's from a planet, planet blew up, and he was sent to Earth to kind of take it over, but he bonked his head when he got here. <laughs> and, uh, not that serious. And instead of, you know, taking over Earth, he's just kind of this happy-go-lucky kid uh, f- who's a Saiyan from another planet. Anyway... Then there's Dragon Ball Z, and then there's Dragon Ball Super, which is going on now. In Dragon Ball, um, one of Goku's first, like, villain, not really a villain, just first encounter with someone that he fought, was a character called Yamcha, who's from Earth. And that's, you know, it was right after he met Bulma, who's a huge fan favorite, and she's been there since the beginning. And as the series gone on, Yamcha joins the Z fighters, which is all the fighters on Earth to protect Earth, whatever. And um, in Dragon Ball Z, he slowly just kept getting shafted. And, like, he would just always get knocked out first. And he was just never being, like, useful in anything. Towards the end, like in the Cell Saga or Boo Saga, they don't even use him. They're like, just stay home, Yamcha. This is too big of a deal for you. (laughs) And which is kind of funny because if you look at his power scale, I mean, he could probably beat most of the Avengers single-handedly 
um, as well as the Justice League. He's super powerful, but because the other characters have become, I mean, literal gods, yeah. he just is like the shafted character, <laughs> which is pretty funny. So no, there's no way I could beat Yamcha. Uh, he would destroy, I mean, he's a light planet buster. He'd literally blow up the moon if he wanted to. But, but in terms of all of Dragon Ball, blowing up a planet is not a big deal. That's like, that's easy for the Z fighters at this point. So how much training would you need, though? Like, could you at some point in the series... Where there's no human that ever lived <laughs> on this planet could even remotely touch him. I, I don't know about that. Macho Man Randy Savage from Ooh. the top rope. Come on. Oh, man. <laughs> I mean, Dwayne uh, The Rock Johnson. Uh, but no, no, I, I couldn't beat Yamcha, and neither could, you know, probably the United States military. <laughs> so great to bring that full circle for our 4th of July uh, episode here. But, yeah, uh, yeah, hope Yamcha doesn't invade <laughs> on 4th of July because we're all fucked. Let's hope he's a friendly. Don't shoot fireworks or Roman candles in his direction. If it was just him here, he'd literally be, yeah, the strongest character. But in his universe, he's literally like an ant. <laughs> well, on that note, I think we know what noise you have to make to end this very special 4th July episode. What the fuck would a Yamcha say, and how would he scream, and how would you? How would he be? How would he want the Dragon Ball scream the power up? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, so good.